welcome to that happiness show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, this is Gemma, and I am so happy to be here this morning. It's sunny, gosh darn it, it is sunny. <clears throat> and <clears throat> that's one of many good reasons. Um, I think I had too much dairy yesterday. So I might be clearing my throat a little bit. We had cheese pizza last night. It was so good. It was on broccoli crust, but it was still cheesy and delicious. So <clears throat> clearing the throat, hence. All right. So, uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So my day is getting a beautiful start because I had my How to Live and Awaken meeting workshop last night. And <clears throat> what we focused on was uh, doing a rewrite of areas of our life that are being undervalued or underfrequencyed or um, being held in lack. This is kind of what goes on and we don't realize this we do not realize this until uh we take the time to look and it's wild because um you can be feeling really good and still have areas of your life that are kind of dusty and not serving the highest good of all not serving you and it's not until you sit down and you really do a thorough look into that you can that you will find these because you've lived with them so long. It's like a cluttered closet in a guest room. You forgot it was there. It's socially acceptable to have a guest closet that's right because no one sees it. So it's not a big deal. So um, we can get away with having that closet dirty. No one's going to notice it. It's not a big deal. So these same things happen within our psyche and uh so last night we because you know we'll defend these areas we'll legitimize them and we live in a society that legitimizes uh victimhood and <clears throat> and suffering so yeah so there it is it gets to exist for instance, some of mine was that, one of mine was, uh, I feel burdened by my 50 Chevy, all right? It's like, it's taking focus and, and work and stuff, and I had just had it tucked in a garage for a long time. Now I have to deal with it. <coughs> and I don't know what the outcome's gonna be like, <clears throat> or when it's gonna happen. And uh, so I wrote, I feel burdened by my 50 Chevy, and that was very accurate. I was living with this undercurrent of burden. And when I would think of my 50 Chevy, it would kind of give me this ugh, you know, feeling. So that was on my list. I made a list of a whole bunch of things. And after I made the list and everyone made their list, I asked everyone to go and now put the absolute most positive opposite of that which they wrote. 
And so for myself, I went through everything. And then I wrote, I am uplifted or energized by my 50 Chevy. I am uplifted. I, it was one of those cheapers. I know my notebook's probably around here somewhere. Anyway, I that's what I wrote for my 50 Chevy. And then I, I put things too like, um, I have an abundance of time and energy to work on Smith Island. I have an unlimited source of great help to work on my homes. <clears throat> so these were the kind of things we wrote down. I have uh, I have money to pay all my bills <clears throat> and <clears throat> and much, much more left over. <clears throat> my goodness, I feel like this is like never ending. And you know what's weird? I wonder if this clearing, because this is definitely taking a place of yawning, if this is another form of releasing. You know, uh, tongue scrapers, <clears throat> your tongue gets fuzzy because you're detoxing stuff out of your gut. I wonder if I'm detoxing my lungs and hence this stuff is all coming up. Or maybe, I don't know where it's coming from. You know, it's very confusing to me when you share an esophagus with the stomach and the lungs. That is confusing to me. So where does stuff come from? I don't know. So um. anyway, I'm uh, maybe, maybe, maybe this phlegmy stuff is another form of detox. You know, I don't know. Gotta wonder. Okay, so what we did is we all focused on writing these and we had a whole page, you know, so we focused on writing the opposites. And then we read them out loud and I could see, we didn't read the negatives out loud. We didn't bother with those. Those are there. We know it, blah, blah. We read the positives and I watched as people were uplifted by <clears throat> this ownership of something completely different than they've been living with for a very long time. So um, that was amazing. And I felt it too. And it was exciting. And it, it almost gives you this energy. So these negatives that you hold on to, even if they're accurate, even if you can justify them, even if everyone defends it with you, that you deserve to feel that way because it's true. You don't want to live with truths that bring you down. You don't. You want to clear them. You want to undo them and clear them. And the best way is to sit down and make statements. Now, one of um, <clears throat> one of the people in the group made the statements, but she didn't put the I in there. You know, uh, she didn't, there was no definite I. I could feel there wasn't an I in it. And so the, if we're doing exercises like this, but we keep ourselves out of it, that could be another level of lack where, yeah, this is for the world, but not for me kind of thing. So we want to make sure it's an I am kind of statement, <clears throat> especially if you've been keeping yourself out of the equation and you can feel that. So if you, um, if you put something like truth is available, you know, truth, I don't even, I can't even think of it. Um, Like there's unlimited money, but you can kind of feel you're holding yourself out of the quit. You don't quite believe it's for you. You need to put, I have a abundance of money. I have an abundance of money because it was you who felt poor. It was you who felt the lack. So you want to stick that in there too. But I highly recommend this exercise. 
and it really helped me and it stuck with me overnight which a lot of things you know get erased during the night but when I woke up this morning and I thought about my car I started to feel this like weight again but then I reminded myself I am uplifted by my Chevy I'm uplifted by my old car <clears throat> I'm energized I love my old car and my old car is going to find a home. When I love it like this, it's going to find a new home very quickly. So um, there's a, how about like, I could do a whole thing just about my old car because there's been a lot of things that, you know, that have been going on with it for a while. So I could say um, too that uh, there are many buyers lined up for my old car. There are many people excited to love this old car and pay top dollar for it. How does that sound? Mm. There are many people. I have an abundance of people wanting to appreciate my car as much as I do. Ah, that's a good one. All right, so that's what I did this morning because I remembered. Because when I woke up and I had that little iffy feeling, iffy feelings, right? We have to dig in. We have to isolate them and we have to rewrite them and we have to do this all the freaking time because this is how you are subliminally reprogramming that frequency of yours to a low frequency on a regular basis. And then you wonder why you feel blah. That blah feeling is a choice of low frequency. And when we engage in these areas of our life that are socially okay or acceptable to <clears throat> to uh consider like negatives in you know it's like oh you know it brings me back to that byron katie thing when she said my religion was pick up your socks pick up your socks pick up your socks what if my religion is oh there's never enough money there's never enough money there's never enough money people are repeating these things all the time what am i repeating I don't know. I am going to be watching out for it though. Because even if it's in jest, even if it's even if it's true, even if it's true, it's not worth it to believe it if it doesn't feel good. And we can change the world. And it's so wild because um recently I've been noticing so much how pretty much I've included all people into my love circle. My exes, my friends, strangers, people who cut me off on the highway. I'm just sending love to everybody now. I am doing it, my daughter. And I got this amazing, oh, I'm afraid if I go to it. Oh, it's the same as yesterday. Anyway, late last night, it was like quarter to 10. I got this amazing uh, chat from Bella in a text about how she played her song and um and some other song on her ukulele for her dad and how he loved it and um this is bella's first experience with her dad present and appreciating her music and in the past when he has a pre i've told her you know bella it's hard he's not present or you know this is not in his schedule you know at this time of day to be present <laughs> i don't know so um She's always felt like on the outside with her music, with her dad, and she was so excited. She was so excited, and I couldn't help think that including him in the love circle and speaking really lovingly about him all the time is helping him 
too, you know, like on the outside. It's improving her relationship with him. Now, I don't know if it's helping him or not, but um, I do know that now he and Bella are sharing some deeper moments, which she's been craving. Mm. Oh my goodness. So she was ecstatic. She was crying, um, overjoyed, you know, all these amazing things. So I guess we can look at that as a side effect of what goes on with you actually, you know, can roll over to your family. So if you're having these negatives about your family and you turn those around and only see positive in, you you know, it's like, see what you want to see. So Byron Katie saying, pick up your socks, pick up your socks, pick up your socks. And then when she woke up, she didn't say, pick up your socks. She picked up the socks and she thought these amazing, loving thoughts about every person she picked up when she picked up their socks. And then she said pretty soon there was no socks to pick up. So it is our resistance, it is our focus that keeps things alive. So if we want um, a life of uh, not having money, then we have to focus on the not having money. And that's what we make real. And not only do we make it real, but it becomes your religion. How cool. How cool. So do you want a religion of lack or do you want a religion of abundance? And I swear, I'm choosing abundance every time. So it is, oh my God, it is so exciting. It is so exciting to be in recognition of this. And what happens when you send love to the world? I don't care if there's a war going on. I don't care if there's a riot in your town, send love. Love is so powerful. Um, I was reminded of that last night when uh, I was listening to this guy speak and he was saying that 7,000 people around the world reduced um, war by 72%. That's a lot. That's a lot. And when you just have a handful of uh, monks come in and meditate in a city, it reduces the crime rate within hours by 25%. Ah, I should say within hours of meditation, you know, like doing just a few hours. So it's just like we as a group, if we raise this frequency to one of unconditional love, that love energy field is so powerful. And I just want to share with you a little bit about how this works. So we come from absolute unconditional love. That is our home frequency. We come into this planet forgetting, which is what we're supposed to do, um, to remember. But a lot of us don't get to the remembering because uh, there's just no reminders, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. So um, what happens is when a person, a guru a saint, a mother, or whoever taps into that unconditional love and shares it and sends it out. Every person who walks into that field feels so loved, feels so embraced, and they remember. In that split second, everything that is not love is recognized for the illusion that it is. It doesn't exist It doesn't have any weight anymore. It doesn't have any value or importance. And I'm talking about all of it. The lack of money. The I hate this person. The um, my job sucks. You know, and suddenly through that unconditional love and recognition of truth and remembering who we are, 
We're not afraid then to go within for the wisdom, for the answers. So really powerful tool. So today, write down statements about your life of things you don't love or you think you don't love. You don't love them yet. You will. And, uh, you know, um, and just write them down and then write down the opposite. And if you're having trouble with this, reach out to me. I would be glad to help you. My cell phone's at the end. (laughs) Have a luscious, yummy day. I know I am. I'm going to go love on my 50 Chevy now. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.